Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Laura and Finton, thank you very much for joining me from your home in Perth in Australia. Good morning to you both. Laura, I will... I will start with you. Um, tell me about when Baby Hope was born. So, um, um, on the 31st of um, October, um, we got the sad news that, that her heart had stopped. Mm. And then on the 3rd of um, November, we gave birth to um, Baby Hope. Um after that, we um, we signed uh, a form um, to send hope for a postmortem. Yeah. Um, just to to figure out that we'll say if we were to have another baby again, that we knew what guidelines to take. So, after delivering hope, um, she went for a postmortem, and we signed forms stating like any organs that would be buried in. In holy ground, yeah. Um, never did we think down the line that we would be going through what we're going through now. Yes. Um, that if we did, that we just—I wouldn't have sent for a postmortem. I wouldn't have have gone through it at all. When you consented to the postmortem, were you given an understanding of the procedure or what would happen to her organs or what? Honestly, like all I knew was that we'll say once once the organs were were ready to like once they had finished the examination that they would do what what we required at the end of the day yeah. that to be buried in a in a holy ground. That so I suppose way. PJ, but um, yeah. yes, Fintan. So when we filled in the six sheet form, um, so as the day that we lost. Um, Say hope, right? Okay, um, and um, so we both went through it together, and we so both decided to uh, actually um, to give consent to send to baby hope for a post mortem. So we knew that there could be organs actually retained, yes. But what um, so what we did agree for and um, written in that form was that after they were finished testing with um, certain organs, they would be re- uh, either returned to um, us or they would be buried in the, the holy graveyard belonging to the hospital. Yes, yes. But in this kind of stuff, like, you're not, we're not, sh- we weren't sure at the time, like, it was, it's just, 
you were devastated anyway at the loss of your beautiful yeah. child and you're you're trying to take it all in yeah it's just yeah, it must be desperately hard i can't possibly imagine what it must be like so see yes Finton. the hardest thing for us after that was um so we knew we had to return back to australia right um initially we had only flown actually home and um say August actually surprised the family when Laura was pregnant and then when the pregnancy went actually wrong um, Laura had to spend the time in actually hospital I was flying over and actually back but um, the board of us together um, so returned in to January 2020 yes and we were still waiting for results of the post-mortem prior to that um, we buried um, so Hope in our local so town de Manway in the graveyard and and we returned actually back here by which we had been waiting and waiting there was no um, post-mortem results nothing yes did you know or had you been told guys what had happened no no no, no. So when, we- when did you find that out guys we found out um, through social media right and um, the day it had aired on um, prime time yeah, that documentary went out. I've spoken to Leona Birmingham a couple of times. She took part in it. When Finton, were you notified that the documentary was to be go was to go out? Yeah, we were told um, on the phone call that came to Laura the day of the documentary. Like you have a time difference between Ireland and um, Australia, right? We were led to believe there was a prime time program, but at no given time were we told it was to do with our little baby Hope to do with organs that had been incinerated and sent as clinical waste to Belgium. So you had no idea? No, no idea, idea whatsoever. That hope was caught up in this? Yeah. We only found yeah. out when, um, so with the time difference, um, basically just before it aired, okay, it's amazing. Um, all this information started flooding into our email inbox. All of a sudden, the post-mortem results got sent to us one hour before this program went to prime time. And we got three emails in a row in this documentation. Myself and Laura said, what is this all about? And it wasn't until next morning, here Australian time, which would be night time after the program was aired in Ireland, yeah. that on that program, there was a list of date and myself and Laura looked at each other and we goes that is the date of Hope's post-mortem so we were absolutely devastated we had to ring the hospital and say what is this about is this got to do with our little baby Hope you had no idea that your little girl your beautiful little child had been caught up in all of this Laura can I talk to you for a second about how that felt to find that out it's just I had no words. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't speak. I was just, it felt like it was just a dream that I needed to wake up. Like even about the postmortem, like to be just sent the post, like to find out this through social media of what happened to our baby girl. And then to get a postmortem with no explanation, no nothing. It was just They've, they've treated us completely wrong, PJ. And at the given say, time, right, you can imagine this was in the middle of um, COVID actually lockdown here in Perton, actually Western Australia. We couldn't fly home and it was like reliving the loss of hope um, all over again. Sure. At, 
at least when we lost hope, we had family, we had friends to actually um, help us through it. This time, it was like reliving it again, only the only difference is we were stuck in actually COVID lockdown and could not leave the country where we could be around family and friends to actually support us, which was very, very hard. I'd say it was. I'd say it like was. I can't very imagine. empty. We couldn't even go down to the grave or anything. It. We just felt trapped that we needed to, like, felt like that we were after leaving her down by sending her what? for a postmortem and then just stuck in a country knowing that a part of her was sent to a different country that we had nothing to do with. As you can imagine, PJ, um, hope was buried in said the man way. Her parents were stuck in actually lockdown in Western Australia and parts of her were scattered as clinical waste in Belgium, which we still have not given been given any clarification. We still have no exact information. We don't know the true story. Yeah. We don't know anything. Since, since that happened and since that documentary and I've spoken as I said more than once with Leona Birmingham, I've always been saying, you know, that didn't just happen. That was signed off on. Somebody signed off on it. Somebody brought it to a meeting. It's on a memo somewhere that this decision was made to take the organs from your beautiful little girl and indeed other children and just send them away. That was signed off on. D do you guys want to know who did that and why? Would, would, would knowing that yes, help at all? Oh, yes. Yeah. We cannot it get need, uh, We need answers. We definitely need answers. Like, we can't keep going the way we're going. And the poor families before us are still going. Like, they need to stop it. They need to stop what they're doing. They need to stop it. They, they just need to stop this. PJ, I suppose the question I have to ask is, how far, how much hurt does the people of Ireland have to suffer before the Minister for Health will do something about it and put a stop and change it from being just guidelines to passing the bill? Yeah. How many more families does it have to affect? Yes. It's, it's not just these immediate families. It's still going on, even since we found out from this programme on Thursday night, we're finding out that there's other families... Um, it still actually happens to them every day of the week. So why is the Minister for Health delaying this? So why won't he wake up and actually represent his constituents and um, to put some legislation in place yeah. to stop this happening to his families? In this day and age, people shouldn't be suffering like this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're dealing a lot with uh, Senator Tim Lombard here at home, and he's pushing this matter for you. And he tackled the minister about it recently. That, like you say, the bill is there on a shelf gathering dust. It would be a powerful piece of legislation were it to be brought in. But it's not being brought in. Why is that? Why will he not? What is the holdup? Why are we being left waiting and left suffering every day? waiting for a report and hoping that some good might come of this, that they do, a bill can be passed and it, it will never happen to anybody moving forward. Yeah, it won't change what happened to you. But it could change to the next person. Like, we don't have to sit down, turn on the TV and see somebody else suffering. It's going to keep on happening until there's guidelines put in place and they need to do it now. There's no getting through it until we get answers and we know that this is never going to happen again. We can't move forward until we know what happened to our baby and for it to not happen again. Yeah. And until they do something, we can't get closure. Yeah. And it's even harder here that to be here, we can't even go to the grave at least it would stop it happening to somebody else if the yeah. bill was signed. See, PJ, to she hear, like, Primetime's programme was aired on, on the November day, say, 3rd. That was Hope's anniversary. And for us to hear on the anniversary, that given day, for us to have to look at another programme to see other people still being hurt, surely somebody is humane enough that they can put a stop to this and that somebody is accountable for their actions in this day and age. Yeah. This is another prime time last week and it went out on her anniversary, on her birthday. On the anniversary. And why, like, we're only hearing everything, second-hand information. If there's new information coming to light, why not pre-warn the family so we don't have to find out every bit of information over here through social media and it adds to the heart. At least... Show some support to the families and tell them, right, okay, there's another primetime programme. Oh, so dear Lord, you you only knew, you didn't, no, nobody told you that the programme last week was Nothing. coming up on her, on her birthday. Nothing. We didn't find out. We, we had got a snippet that there was some primetime programme. We had to watch again. And myself and Laura... Where the HSC cried. could have had the decency to, to just... Give us some bit of information to just let us know what happened. Let us know instead of instead of watching it on TV. Yeah. It is only two months ago we received an email, right? Back in June, we were told the report was ready. And we were told that it had to be legally, um, due to legal reasons, it could not be released. We now received 
two months ago in September, we received another email saying that the report is now um, officially ready, but they need to be careful the way that they give it to the so families that everyone needs to receive it at the same time. Two months later, and we still have no report. Yeah. How long more are they going to make us suffer? If the report is ready, please let us know. So at least we can find out some bit of information what happened truly to our little baby. And to have that report complete and sitting there, and for some reason you're not able to see it, that adds to the heart. It's everything has been... It is wrong. Something needs to change. Do you know, it also strikes me that were it not for the documentary... We would never have found out. We are so grateful to Leona for actually having the courage and the strength to stand up and actually speak on the initial documentary. Otherwise, we would not have found out anything. We would never, never have found out. And coming back to the start of the story guys when poor little hope passed away you were quite willing to say look okay have a post-mortem do what you need to do please find out what happened to our gorgeous little girl because maybe it might prevent it happening to somebody else or maybe we can learn from that information as to our future family you'd no problem in the start cooperating with the post-mortem process so what we had agreed was myself and Laura we knew we were coming back to um, to Australia so we agreed that we would that Hope's little organs when they would be so got back we had agreed with the bereavement um, officer from the hospital that they would be sacredly buried in the the graveyard yes so myself and Laura we both said it that that would always become a sacred place. Myself and actually Laura, as as a, as a place we could go to grieve, like another hope. grave. Yes, but now how can we go to Belgium? So what part of Belgium? So what dump do we go to? So what incineration plant do we go to? Where do we go to? How do we find the rest of our little hope? God, Fintan, when you put it like that, man. When you put it like that. Every day we are suffering and it's getting harder. As the days go on, it is getting harder for Laura and myself. So please, can the Minister for Health wake up and stop families suffering? My God, that, that, that hits like a sledgehammer when you, when you say that. And that's the, that's the harsh reality of it. At the end of the day, do you think either of you that will come to a point where the families will be able to at least say, well, now we know what happened and we know why it happened. And most important for me, I think I've been saying this since day one on the program. We need to know who it was that signed off on this. And what. yes, do you want to know who that person is? Definitely. Yes. We, just, we want some information. Give us something that we know what happened. We have nothing. We urge the people to actually sign the actual petition and support us for the sake of every person that it never again happens going forward. We've started a say, petition with the help yeah. of Tim yeah. Lumbert yes. Yes. and we urge every person to just put their name to it. The more signatures we to can... sign and share because yes. we need this to stop. Like we, 
it can happen again. Just it needs to stop. After this programme, I hope that people can look up the link and if as many people can sign it and um, get behind the say, families and even previous say, families, the way we can, for once and for all, change it from just being regulations to being law, that people are responsible for their inhumane actions. We'll share it on all of our platforms, guys, at this end. Thank okay. you, PJ. And thank you for joining me from your home in, in Perth. Uh, do you get back much, guys? Have you been back since? Well, obviously, with lockdown, you haven't. But will you be back anytime soon? So we'll be back again in um, April, PJ. Yeah. Well, hopefully, by then, you might have some kind of a, an answer as to what happened. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, PJ. Thank you. Courts 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.